Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag college football. Wilson flushed. Intercepted. Picked off by Utah. Francis Bernard, the former BYU Cougar, runs it back. And in the last nine meetings now between these two, that is the eighth defensive touchdown by Utah. We never gonna lose it, huh? They they so poo-poo. <laughs> y'all can tweet y'all can tweet that. So there's the play we'll remember the game by, and the quote we'll remember the game by. Francis Bernard with the pick six. Julian Blackman added another pick six. And then the line of post game from Tyler Huntley. And you tweeted it, given full permission, PK. We never gonna lose it, huh? They they so poo-poo. <laughs> Y'all could tweet that. They also... Yawning away. One in the morning. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) I said poo-poo on the air all the time. And you guys scoff at me. And there it is. Tyler Huntley lines up with you. I accept both of your apologies. You got on me big time for not looking to learn the Twitter. uh, I mean the message number. And the text number is what you're trying to say. Then yes. here, yeah, I'm going to make a m- many mistakes this morning. <laughs> and then poo-poo. But, yeah, you know, you asked me about the game. I, I, I got to look at the film, and we're going to learn from our mistakes. And we got to correct them, you know. We got to get back to work today, and we got to move on. You know, I'm just looking forward to, to, to Tennessee. Pretty much all the quotes that you were not wanting to hear. <laughs> and the beautiful thing is, it was pretty clear in the middle of the game that you were going to hear them. There were a ton of mistakes for both teams in the first half, and then the youths got the running game going in the second half. And in coaching cliches, they shortened the game. Is that the best description, they poo-poo? <laughs> you, if you have a better one, give it to us this morning. Because we need your help. We're not. We're running on a combined probably about five hours of sleep. That's combined, all three of us. So they poo poo. Is there a better description? Eight five five three four zero zone. You'll be able to call us. You can hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK, and you can tweet at us at David DJ James. Grab your phone. Use the open mic. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. When it was all said and done, if you had to summarize it, youth run the ball, play good defense. Uh, did that look like about, I don't know, 50 other Kyle Winningham wins? 70 other Kyle Winningham wins? Yeah, that's the way they're going to do it. I mean, they made no bones about advertising it. It's like Britton Covey started his press conference. Well, yeah, that's the air raid offense, and we're going to throw the ball all over the field. And you know, Obviously, he was joking. And so, you know, you throw when you want to, not when you have to. That's the big difference that the Utes hope to be able to achieve this year as far as the throw game. And from BYU's perspective, you know, when you're outmatched or you're grossly outmatched, whichever form you want to put somewhere in between, you have to play a darn near perfect game. And that's the only way they're going to be able to beat these guys. The talent gap is enormous. And when you look at it, I mean, all the advantages are flowing Utah's way with the Pac-12 and the no-honor code and 
and the ability to get guys in, uh, all those things that just work, the conference affiliation, the independence, blah, 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 and they can recruit nationally, really. I mean, BYU can recruit LDS players nationally, but not a whole lot uh, beyond that. So this is something that should happen, and they've got to play, Cougars do, almost flawlessly, and they don't. I mean, there's so many defensive scores. Again, two last night, and then they come up with zero turnovers, and it's clear Tyler Huntley is number one thing is don't make mistakes. This is, you talk about a Kyle Winningham 50 other wins. This is a, we're going to see this, I believe, the whole season. The prototype Kyle Winningham football team and team win is going to manifest itself more than ever this season. Tyler Huntley just looks like the second coming to Travis Wilson. Don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes. Make some plays with your legs, but try not to take big hits and hope that when you throw at the wide open receiver, he actually catches it. Yeah, that's a 50-50 proposition, but uh, that they'll actually catch it. They're a year older, though. They're a year older. <laughs> They're a year older. I wonder if they open it up anymore in conference play and throw the ball down the field a nope. little bit. No, I don't. I don't. They're gonna be able to run it like that when you have the night where you can run for 180 whatever yards with your star running back. They will. But over time, if you're that one-dimensional, I mean, they're gonna sell out to stop the run. You're gonna have to throw the ball down the field. I mean, he was 13 of 16, so yep. I mean, they threw the ball. But no, this is their formula. They're going to use. And unless their run game is just totally stuffed, but Zach Moss is just a great, great player. And the old line got better as the game went along. Yeah, and I think they, the run blocking did certainly. BYU's will was stolen by the big plays, the interceptions, the pick sixes. Yeah, if your offense can't provide you any help, I mean, you're just gonna lose it. All right, other college football games. UCLA's offense, one big play, one drive, and 12 first downs, 200 yards, 14 points. That was that was a bad night for the UCLA offense. Yeah, I thought they would look better. I'm not a big uh, Thompson-Robinson, or is it Robinson-Robinson-Thompson guy? I never figured that out. Uh, you know, losing the ball inside, what, the 10? or had a drive early in the game, and it looked like they might get off to a good start. Dropped. Yeah, and he just dropped it. He didn't even get hit. Right. It looked like he was winding up to throw it. It slipped out of his hand, and that was the last time they had momentum in that game. I mean, that's another thing, too. You know, you're, you're not that good. You're going to have to play almost flawlessly, and then they had another pick when they were driving, and they get beat. Your Devils got a win. They handled Kent State 30-7. to it became the first team ever to start a true freshman, as you would say. I prefer first year. But a true freshman center and a true freshman quarterback. They had two freshmen starting on the offensive line. First year. Not even redshirt. They played 25 freshmen in this game. 25. That's a lot. Yeah. You're allowed to sign 25 guys in a year. Some of them were redshirt. Right. Uh, I'm sitting next to Sean O'Connell, who does a uh, Pac-12 uh, uh, show on the Sirius uh, radio. And so he's asking me about him because I've got the game on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he knows you're an ASU guy. Oh, certainly. I mean, you've sat yeah. next to him at other games. A million times over. Yeah, he's a good dude. And so he's asking me about it. I said, well, the thing, the clear reasoning is, is that these guys have just recruited over the juniors and seniors 
So the young guys, you have to play the best players, and they're just better than the older guys. So consequently, they are younger than they were last year. But you got to play the best players. Yeah. And it's good news. I mean, it's it's going to suck in the short run. It is, yeah, their, their May, time would be only, next year and the year after. Right, only maybe a little. I mean, if they're actually better and they can give you 500 record and you know you've got them for a couple more years, it's yeah. actually encouraging. Well, that, that's the whole point. Yeah. Is find a way to get to six or seven wins this year. Beat Arizona. And if you can do that, then you look for your season next year and the year after, just like it was when they put Huntley in uh, three years ago as a sophomore. They went seven and six. And now they're primed for a big season. I mean, I think that's, you know, unless you're the the alpha dogs who just reload on the fly with the, the best players in the country, you can keep it going. But for the rest of us, you, you have to build a little bit and then you point towards a big year. And that's what the Utes have this year. The Devils are not in that position, but they're hoping to have that next year and the year after. Football tonight, Utah State, Wake Forest, 6 o'clock, ACC Network. You can listen to it right here on the Zone Sports Network, pregame at 5 with Scotty G. See if they follow the same trend as the Utes, starting nine new guys on offense. Will they look better as the game goes along and settle in? Hard to believe they're going to go on the road and hit the ground running with all those new guys. Uh, yeah, but, you know, they got Jordan Love, and so he is the big equalizer. And that's where you don't want to be young is at the game's most important position, and they're not. And they do have some experience, even though a lot of them don't have as much starting experience. But, you know, you you don't list Gerald Bright as a returning starter, but yet he was 12 yards shy of 900 yards last year. So that's a little misleading. A little bit. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. I'm operating as though right now it's going to be this regular season games. My entire expectation for what we're putting together as a team right now uh, would anticipate with him holding out and not having made any training camp that he's going to miss games. I just accept that. There it is. Jerry Jones accepts that Ezekiel Elliott is going to miss the September 8th regular season opener against the New York Giants with his ongoing contact dispute. And he accepts that it won't stop there. He'll miss even more games after that. So all you fantasy football owners with your drafts this weekend, you're warned. Don't count on Ezekiel Elliott early in the year. I've accepted it too. Excellent. It's hard, but I've come to that acceptance. Sweet. There's nothing I can do about it, so I'm just... You know, I, I, I can't worry, and this is what I do. I constantly worry about the things that I can't control, and I rarely worry about the things I can control. A millionaire and a billionaire. Walk into a bar. Fighting oh. over football games and contracts. And you worry about it. Yeah, I worry Despite constantly. Despite your limited control. About the things I've always said, man. Like when I was in the dating realm. If the gal didn't like me, I would try to change. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. An arrest warrant out for Lakers center DeMarcus Cousins. Misdemeanor domestic violence charge issued in Mobile, Alabama. Warrant stems from an accusation from his former girlfriend, Christy West, that Cousins previously had choked her. I got to admit, when I heard this, I was surprised it was a misdemeanor. But maybe this doesn't address the audio that we played yesterday about, you know, threatening to put a bullet in her head. Expected more than misdemeanor charges there. 
Yeah, I don't know what the law is. Yeah, and they may not be addressing I the whole thing. I studied medicine in college. You were pre-med? Uh, a lot of times, you know, when we got to, like, the time I went to bed last night, I was post-med. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And the 1-0 pitch, a drive to right field and deep. Back it goes, deep it goes, and way out of here. Another multi-homer game for Jake Cave. And the Twins have a 10-3 lead. Twins beat the White Sox 10-5. Not only does Jake Cave go deep twice, but C.J. Crone, the former Ute, 22 home runs now as he well, sets another one this year. What? 22 is not a big that's number like this year. That's like middle infield utility player. Minnesota sets the Major League Baseball record for road homers. Another written record I didn't know existed. 141. And Mark Belanger would have 25 if he played today. <laughs> Mark Belanger. Yes. The legendary Victor Caratini went deep twice. The Cubs beat the Mets 4-1. to Bud Harrelson. He'd probably... He'd have 15 from each side if he played today. Buddy Harrelson. He's a Mets shortstop. Larry the Laker. I with shook the, his hand. Oh, you shook his hand? I didn't know that. Little League Banquet. He was the guest speaker. Oh, nice. Uh, Larry the Laker with a profane rant after the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers. Your Arizona Diamondbacks sending Larry into a full tailspin. Well, a couple of things there. 11-5, Diamondbacks win. Of course, when I can't watch it, the Diamondbacks explode and beat the Dodgers. Now I'll watch the next two nights and they'll get hammered. Because there are two games. You realize the Diamondbacks are two games above 500 The now. streak hangs so in the balance. So it's time to lose. It is. It is. The streak <laughs> hangs in the balance. We've got a season-long. What is it, 60-ish games now? Major League Baseball record, never more than two games above or below 500. Yeah. So the well, pressure's on. Back they, in June. The pressure's on. they got to lose. They will. And then secondly, and more importantly for the Dodgers, the things that matter, is now Ryu, who was a stud, has had a couple of real horrendous starts in a row. And they're talking about resting him. His innings are way up. So, And that is, it was more than the loss. It was his performance that sent Larry into such a, almost a tailspin. I would, if I'm a Dodger fan and I, I'm, a, I'm channeling my inner Norm Chow, yeah. that this is something that I would definitely be concerned about Norm, because they need him. Norm was on with us yesterday, and despite the fact that they are still 40 games over 500 at the end of August... Uh, he's not feeling real confident. Worried about Atlanta, and if they get past them, then a World Series with the Yankees or the Astros. So. Atlanta? Where'd you come up with Atlanta? They're playing 600 ball. Why, they, why, play. <laughs> they might not even play Atlanta. Right. But he <laughs> Well, why did he you reference, just single out Atlanta? Because that's who he referenced in the interview. He said he was worried about the Braves. Well, he mentioned other teams. He didn't just he did. say the he Braves. He mentioned the Astros and the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, don't you forget about your Nationals. Davey Martinez has done a heck of a job as a manager this year. Sitting in the first wild card spot. Five and a half games by the Braves. They could still win the division. All right, DJ and PK. The Bees beat El Paso 6-3. to three. That was their last road game. Now they're going to come home and wrap it up. 6-35 tonight, the Reno Aces. Yeah. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener in Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Time now to talk to David Fajardo about Orange Theory. David, good morning. Hey, good morning. 
All right, a lot of gym options out there, and that can confuse people, intimidate people, befuddle people. Uh, Orange Theory Fitness, why, why are they different? Why is that the one people should gravitate to? Yeah, one thing I like is that Orange Theory, it's really been a pioneer and innovator for heart rate-based interval training. And because it's something where you train at your own heart rate zone and it gets, it gets displayed in real time in the studio on big screens, people of all different fitness levels can come in and get a really challenging workout based on their own level of fitness. And so, for example, you could have like a person who's sprinting at 12 miles per hour on a treadmill and then someone who's walking next to them considerably slower on the speed but with some incline, and they're both getting the same heart rate response. And so for me, that's something as a coach at Orange Theory is pretty fulfilling to be able to see people of all different levels come in and experience a great workout. So uh, when you go into a place, you know, every, every gym has its own vibe and all that, and that tends to be important to the people who go there. What, what's, what's the atmosphere like at Orange Theory? It honestly feels like a second home. It feels like you're walking into people that you've known for years, whether you've known them for days, months, or even a year. You're greeted by friendly, smiling faces, greeted by name when you come in through the door. And honestly, everyone just kind of feels like family. David Fardo, head coach at South Jordan, talking a little Orange Theory this morning. David, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.